pumpkin technology. Pumpkin technology. The forbidden fruit, if you well know. Is it? Mm, well, no, wait. Well, how are we to know that the forbidden fruit was not, in fact, a pumpkin? Yeah, and also, it was a fruit. You said well, it was maybe an apple. Yourself. Or it was a peach. It came from a tree. Ooh, a peach. Perhaps. Peach looks a little, you know. Peach, peach looks a little could flirty. very easily be. You that. ever seen that water tower? Oh, That's we've all seen that water tower. It'd be really weird though if you like never eaten fruit before and peach fuzz was like the intro, the fruit. Just the fuzz? Just the fuzz. What does that mean? Oh, that's the very first thing your teeth go into, and it ta- it feels weird as fuck. That'd be the very first moment of human tasting of fruit. I've never eaten a peach just like, like an apple. Really? I don't eat peaches to begin with. I mean, well, that's the best way to eat a peach is also, just like an apple. Just, there's, just like bite in and like let it like goosh into your mouth. Yeah, like, and also there's no way. What do you think? They had knives for that. The thing is, eating a peach, like regardless of its shape, because of if you eat it at the proper ripeness, it is kind of a very inherently sensual act. All peaches are yeah, peach shaped. Yeah, juice goes everywhere. It's they have a shape. It's peach. They do have a shape, and it is peach. And the peach does look but quite a bit like a human adjacent, posterior. Butt-esque. Yeah, buddy in, but but a gig. Um, we we've strayed so far from the pumpkin technology. God. Yeah, that was just me using a pumpkin as a as a uh, holder for my phone. And by holder, I mean it's holding it at the exact right angle for me to look at my fantasy football stats. Yes, but stop looking down and talking while you're looking at your fantasy football stats. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we're sharing a mic. Oh, yeah. John and I have to share a mic because I don't have internet still. Yeah. So. Thanks, Hurricane Zeta. Uh, mm. Is it? What, what happened to, like, all the hurricane? I don't... I remember, like one of them being a B. And Me too. They, they're like, oh, we got to yeah. wrap around. We used up names, so I, we got to go to Alpha. And then suddenly... And it's like, I barely heard any about any of them, probably because they weren't threatening us directly. I think it was just so many, but none of them did anything. I was also mm. like... I, I was sitting yesterday thinking, maybe Zeta's just not at the end of the Greek alphabet. Like, maybe it's not like Z. No, it's not. Omega's at the end of the Greek alphabet. Well, but, Oh, are they using the Greek alphabet this year? Well, no. So they use names, and then once they run out of names, they go to the Greek alphabet. Yeah, which is where we Oh, are I now. thought Zeta was just the name no, for Z this year. No, <laughs> okay. no. So no, no, we had Alpha like three weeks ago. Oh, uh, well, I didn't hear about Alpha. Mm. This is Them's the Facts, a show, about, podcast. a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Notably, this it's... is not a podcast about pumpkin technology or hurricane technology. It could no, this is a Hurricane Watch Progress this is a hurricane watch podcast now i mean this is a very late hurricane watch podcast by the time this podcast episode comes out not only will it have been over a week since the hurricane hit it's a hurricane it'll have been podcast in the sense that we watched it it'll have been four days since a very very stressful day that we probably still won't know the results of by the time this episode comes out see we're we're coming out on on like november three days i guess yeah, this episode would well no, this episode would come out on November sixth, so I guess three days. Thursday after election day. Yeah. Friday after election day. Friday. Yes. Oh, that's the day I always put the episode out. Yep. Okay. You're the one who puts out the episodes, <laughs> Chris. And that's true. It is going to be a very stressful day. We won't know the results of. Um, so thankfully, we all brought hurricane facts. Thankfully, we've all brought hurricane. F- I'm going to need to find a way to phrase mine in a hurricane. Yep. Let's. Way. Mine. Mine has lots to do. 
with every hurricane that's ever happened. Mine has to do with making it rain. Mine, I guess, could be adjacent to hurricanes the drink in that the hurricane could cause something that is in the subject of this fact. I don't know what a hurricane drink is. I've made you hurricanes. Okay, that but you, mean but I did you say, it Chris, is. this is a hurricane? Or did you say? Chris I think I did because it was explicitly a pre-hurricane party oh, shit. that I got hurricane cocktail mix for. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I do don't maybe remember, remember this. this. I can't quite remember what was in it, though. Mm, I think this was the second year of me living in this house. It's basically just a rum cocktail with, like, passion fruit. Like, yeah, passion yeah, rum-based. Hmm, okay. yeah. And, like, grenadine. Rum-based, fruity. I vaguely remember this now. Yeah. Should we do the show? I think we should do the show. Was, yeah, I thought that's what the... Oh, I thought that was your segue into your fact. I thought that was... Oh, no. My, well, it, it was a start of my segue. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. okay, here is my fact. <clears throat> In 2016, the town of Bracebridge, Ontario, legalized hooting and hollering between the hours of 7 a.m. and 11 p.m. What? Is What's legally a- classified as hooting and as hollering and are they distinct hold on let me uh let me let me back away from wait the wait mic. are they allowed to hoot and holler or hoot and or holler hooting hoot and or holler <laughs> i think <laughs> all, i think all options are covered but let me just let me just give like a sample a sample real quick oh i'm gonna boy. go to the other end of the kitchen oh no i'm gonna do an owl call he's going all the way to the other side of this kitchen That was an. Ad- Can you do the goofy one? That was pretty good, actually. Is that Mario that when he dies? No, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I can't hear Gabe's reaction to this because my headphones oh. are off. So let me oh, yeah. let me see what's happening. And okay, now you're allowed to react, Gabe. Okay. Yeah. The last noise sounded like in the 3D Mario games when he gets his butt set on fire. The noise that he makes when he jumps up. Away and away from that is pretty similar to Goofy, isn't it? I just, I don't know, that one specific sound that you did and the way you did it. I don't know if that's more broadly similar to Goofy. If, if I made it a little more Italian, like, <laughs> Yeah, there you go. How was that more Italian? Uh, it was more in the back of the throat. Okay. Yeah. It's also, it's hard to say because I guess they must have, I don't think every one of those games has the same sound. I think they got Charles Martinet back up in the studio to re-record the butt on fire sound in every one of these games. You just pour dried parsley in your mouth and then make the same sound. And mm. it just happens. I just ate a bunch of not dried parsley because I made scampi. Oh, it was delicious. Not Did you make it just because right. of that conversation we had about how much someone hates No, parsley? F- funnily enough, I was it, that came out because I said I had to go buy parsley because I was already planning on making this. Mm. And then and then people started dump on parsley and I was like, I don't parsley's good. I was going to sell you some of my parsley, but yeah. the storm killed it. Oh, is it confirmed? That wasn't dead? a joke. It's actually dead. Oh no! And by dead, I mean it's not where it was. It just got like pushed away. Night. Yeah, it's not where it was last night anymore. <laughs> it's just not there. So, goodbye, parsley. Goodbye, parsley. Oh. That's the name of my my debut album that I'm gonna put out about how I don't have parsley. Hmm. Goodbye, parsley sounds like. Almost a John Green novel title. Yeah. It actually kind of does. The girl's yeah. name is Parsley. She was allowed to choose her own name. Yeah. And she has a friend named Chives. For mm. sure. Is it, is it, is it, maybe and the boy's sibling. name is Jonathan. Oreganus. 
Oh, <laughs> never mind. No, 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 no. The boy, the, the the John Green male protagonist, and I should know because I've read, I think all but one of John Green's books. Which one? Turtles all the way down. Yeah, turtles all yeah, the way down. Yeah, Bethany, got too old. Just you're too what? old at that. You got point. too old. Well, I mean, Bethany read and said it was really good. I kind of want to read it again because I've gotten like, can can I be honest? I really like John Green as like an essayist. Because like his Anthropocene reviewed podcast is basically just you keep telling me to essays. listen to that. I, I, I played you the pineapple episode. While ago. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I think you enjoyed it. Um, but no, it's a it's a good podcast, and I think I Bethany keeps telling me I need to read Turtles all the way down. Like it's worth reading. I just don't like the name of it. I mean, it does feel it's like fine. the reference that's invoked the most often with the least meaning in just English vernacular. Like people I mean, will just this be like, it's turtles all the way down, and it's like huh? Sturgill Simpson literally had a song called "Turtles All the Way Down," but I think the entire one it was like basically a philosophical country album, so like kind of made a little sense. I know I know you didn't mean that as like the name of a genre, but in the same way that there's like math rock, philosophy country. No, absolutely. I think that canon should be a genre. Yeah, philosophy country sounds like a movie title. Mm. Oh, it's like a double entendre where it's like philosophy. I think country. it's a Coen Brothers movie. It absolutely is a Coen Brothers movie. And I think they, they got T-Bone Burnett back again to do the soundtrack for this one. Just like Oh Brother Where Art Thou and Inside Lewin Davis. But is it, so is it philosophy country or is it philosophy country? Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I was hoping. <laughs> I. That's just like the argument about, is it the great British bake-off or the great British bake-off? Yeah, I actually that hit me I for the first time know. the other day. Well, I still don't know so, because it's like, huh? <laughs> here's my question: I've never watched that show, and so I guess I, in this context, I would leave the speculation to you guys to decide: is the Bake Off great? Because you know the adjective Absolutely. "great" can only yes. be modifying Bake Off if it's actually good. Okay, your opinion is positive on the show. Okay, they made a cake in the shape of Freddie Mercury. How could it not that's, be great? But that's it could also crazy. be. But it also could be just Great British. Yeah, it, it could, could very be. easily be modifying either one. Um, because they have people from, like, Wales. The Wales, Scotland. So it's not just Britain. Ireland. In this season. Did they, oh, do you, oh, they what? do specifically. Mar- you're not just speculating. No, they I do meant, get people not, on there and they're like, saying. hi, I'm from yeah. Wales. It's me, uh, John. You don't have to, they don't have to say where they are. You can just tell when they start talking. Uh, or, or, they they just, or just in, like, the intro episode when they're all getting their little... Danny is a bricklayer in Withenshire on Tinsley. I was like pausing trying to think of In his spare time, he makes popovers for his wee little ones. There have been at least four times where they've done that segment, and my first thought has been, I didn't know people still did that job. <laughs> I, no, like people are still just referred to as builders, yeah. and I'm like, you mean construction work? Art, art, carpenter? What? What do you mean? I like when they're like, he's a builder, and then they show him like, measuring a, a door frame to paint it our crush like, lottie's job is just pantomime producer i love that which is okay let's be clear about what her first description was a pantomime producer and who viking, loves, loves viking, viking metal. metal yeah that yeah, was I, that was that's what i knew <laughs> i man the uk has like jobs that no other country has i think i've maybe even brought this up on here before how they, they'll just have like a job called like swizzle knocker and you're like <laughs> what the fuck is that? And it's like, oh, that's what we call the dude oh, who like shines the fucking doorknob at the bar. God no, what's the <laughs> God 
damn it. Sorry, let me see if I can find this headline. Swizzle knocker. This, an actual British headline that wasn't oh, editorial about Oh, is this the one? Language. No, no. Is it recent? I know the name of it. I know the name Only of it. Only a plonker would call time on subtle bonking. Yeah. I, I actually Only a like plonker a, like a would call time on sozzled bonking. Country English. Um, I th- it's... so. <clears throat> Do you know what it means? I know what it means. I, I mean, it means so. It's it's actually. Let like me a put bad it this take. way. It's like actually it's, a bad it's, take. It's, well, it's it's a bad take if what if the sozzled bonking they're referring to is the actual act of sozzled bonking, and not. And not the phrasing of sozzled bonking. Oh, what is sozzled bonking? Yeah, which I think is what the editorial so, is calling. So sozzled tra- bonking is drunk sex. Yeah, the, the English oh. translation is supposed to be they're saying they're complaining about people like like call like like trying to report as a criminal trying- case when they've had drunk sex. That's no, that's which which that's not what the editorial is about. I don't. Oh, think. it's not. I thought I thought only a plonker means like only a shithead or whatever you know. And they're saying, like, you're kind of a shithead if you, you whatever. Like, I thought that's what, it's I, like a bad So I haven't been able to read it because I'm not going to pay for the paywall on the times.co.uk. Is this, is this some you know? fucking English newspaper that you, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the Times, which is the, it's basically the English New York Times. I guess that, wait, is it just called the Times, not like the London Times or anything? It's just the Times. The Times, oh, I forgot what the fuck. fact was. The fact Yeah, should we get... No, the yeah, the fact is, um, the the Hooten and Hollerin. That was what I was gonna say. Is what so? Ah, yes. Okay. What is that it was legalized in 2016. Or Holler. 2016. Yes. Dang. Just in 2016. And Next also, I did like the idea of, of Hooten X or Hollerin. I'm trying to think. Of, see, I was trying to think of like what would be the the place where 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 Hooten X or Hollerin would occur. So I'm like, oh, overlap of computer scientists and like. I guess Southerners. I don't really know what the cultural association so, with so Southerners is, is. In in Ontario, so it's funny because the thing that uh, apparently a lot of like the residents and like city councilors were referencing is like, yeah, you know, you could be out at a campfire with your buds and talking in a loud voice at like 10 p.m. You know, man. So specifically, the context for hooting and hollering to occur mentioned multiple times. Is a campfire. So, so in other words, Cana- the Canadian conception of hooting and hollering is that is like sometimes there's like a mild noise complaint and you have to just be understanding about it. That it's like mild and you can ask nicely instead of calling the cops. I kind of, I kind of like that, that Canada has completely repurposed the phrase hooting and hollering to refer to just an act of sort of community Samaritanship and. Uh, <laughs> I'm losing the term that I'm trying to find, but where you sort of handle things internally rather than calling the cops about everything. I like that they've repurposed a completely unrelated phrase for that. Who X or holler is there can be a bunch of owls chilling out hooting around but you can't other, or you yell can at them. holler at them and they'll fly away. Oh, that's pr- can't have both. Does, I don't know if that's true. Holler. I think the owl would actually come for you. Maybe. Who X nor holler is when the owls are asleep and you're not trying to wake them up. Oh, you gotta let them sleep because they have to. God, sometimes I regret doing a podcast with a CS major. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I I like the idea that every logic gate on hooting and hollering is 
a different way to interact with owls in a different context. <laughs> like, so I guess ordinary hoon and hollering is just when you're sort of getting excited with them alongside them. Like, well, that's when they're attacking you and you're running. Oh, away. well, I think the ant, so the ant implying that they have to go together, I think does imply that you and the owl are kind of riling each other up in turn. So it would have mm, to be either true. combat or some sort of human owl, like pep rally. Yeah. And then hooting and holler is any of the three scenarios I gave. You've scared the owls away, you're not scaring them and they're hooting, or you're trying to not wake them up. You've damn near encompassed the full spread of interactions humans have with owls. (laughs) Did I I miss one? No, I don't know if you... Well, I mean, sometimes they're just chilling. I've seen at an animal sanctuary, I saw like a woman who worked there, the owls would kind of just chill with her. Did, Did that get covered? They were cool, like, with her. They would hang out on her arm. Owls seem cool. Owls are pretty that cool. That owl was cool. But, like, re- rehabbed owls specifically, I mean, they're trained to interact with their trainers and rehabbers like that. Yeah, yeah. I know I shouldn't say what I'm about to say. What? But, like, so, like, owls can turn their head really close to all the way, right? Not 360. Not 360, but I think 270. Right? At least yeah, one. So they have to turn it one direction and then back around? Yes. But they can do that much in either direction? I'm not sure if it's either direction. Like, would an owl ever be comfortable enough with you to, like, you just, like, turn its head <laughs> to, to what like very gently just Gen- be like look, a gentle owl like turn. me stand behind it and turn its head softly and be like look at me son and I mean, turn it back think about it like Kinda a cat like can be comfortable dogs. enough yes. with you to let you take its claws out like that's true like just push on the paw to like let it eject its claws a little bit yeah you gotta do that if your cat I don't understand when well, you have to cut your cat's nails and when you don't but when you do that's how you do it when you when you do, you, you do when you're like, oh geez, your nails are too long. Yeah, basically. I thought you just, I thought you didn't have to if you just gave them something. To you actually can scratch. give them something to actually scratch, but even then, sometimes they'll like let them get. That's on. what it is. It's like if it doesn't quite get there, but yeah. they'll scratch it out on their own. The cats in our house yeah. scratch have a, take the spot on the wall and did it so much before we noticed that it's like it's like in a weird spot, and we're just like, all right, it's just become the spot now. At least they picked a spot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not every spot. Well, the, the second spot fact? they picked was uh, somebody's instrument case, so I actually, I don't know about that. Uh-oh. I mean, the person who owns the cat's instrument case, but that doesn't really make it better for her, like... Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I Should we guess think this, this fact? fact is... Shit. This is hard. Yeah, this is a, sh- this is a shitty No, fact, I don't Sean. think it's shitty. I think Ouch. it's good, because it's hard. <laughs> Did, like, it, in the legal speak, it literally says hoot and holler. Yes. Hmm. Is hooting and hollering a legal definition? You'll know it when you hear it. It. I. I I'll will say that people know it when they hear it. I'll I say true. What do you say, Gabe? So I'm gonna go true, but I kind of do expect there to be like a an asterisk where it's like I don't know. Like, does it say hooting and hollering in the written form of the law, or is it like a case where that I'm, was how I'm the not, judge described it? I don't want to make I'm you give gonna, it away. So, I'm not going to give you that. exactly. Yeah. So I'm just going to say, overall, I think that set of possibilities averages out to true for me. I'm going I'm to go with it. You guys are correct. Okay. Here Thanks. we go. Years ago, this is uh, from a a town councilor. Uh, oh, here we go. Scott Stackew, chief bylaw enforcement officer for the uh, for Bracebridge. 
Years ago, the province came out with a model noise control bylaw, and the majority of municipalities in Ontario... Ontario? I don't know. Basically adopted it verbatim, said Stacky, who explained that model contains some antiquated terms from the 1980s. I agree, the word hooting is hilarious, but that's the way it's written in there. (laughs) When asked to provide an example of either noise, Graydon Smith, the town's mayor, said... That is subjective and really up to the individual ears of the citizens of our community to determine. Yeah. Hooting and hollering. So you'll know it when you hear it's it. It's like porn, you know it when you hear it. Jesus Under the new bylaw, cranked radios will still be prohibited during the day, but hooting, cheering, and similar noises are only prohibited between the hours of 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. Sir, you're, and a, I was... desi- you're a hooting outside of designated hooting hours. Uh, I'm going to have to ask you to uh, come with me. <laughs> Sadly, that means having a noisy nighttime hootenanny or drunkenly singing at 2 a.m. on Main Street will still get you a So ticket. it does cover hootenannies. Like I guess I it does cover hootenannies, yeah. Man, I want to um, see a Canadian hootenanny. Holy shit. Here's what's great, though. District Councilor Stephen Clement... So, there apparently a lot of people want it to be 9 p.m. And there was a, del- a polite debate full of personal anecdotes, which just sounds like a Canadian potluck extend, dinner, you know? To extend the hooting hours by one hour. Everybody... <laughs> Everybody talking about all the nice parties they had that went just a little bit past 9 o'clock. I feel that we are giving people duct tape across their mouths if it's 9 o'clock and they must now go home, said <laughs> Oakley Ward Counselor Barb McMurray, a self-described pretty good hooter who pushed for the limit to be set at 11 p.m. District Counselor Stephen Clement added that he has a friend with a very loud voice who projects very well. His normal voice in a campfire would be against the law, but I think by 11 o'clock we could subdue him. I think we have to be a little realistic with this. Okay, but skip a few paragraphs down. And this guy who operates like an adventure and gear store, Peter DeMoss, says people come here for peace and quiet, he said. They leave Toronto on the weekend to go to their cottage and relax. But he quickly added that doesn't mean all noise should be banned. People are going to hoot and holler around a campfire at 10 p.m. because they're on vacation and that should be cool. So I'm serious. Campfires were multiple... Referenced multiple times by different is there, people. Is there like a big As bonfire the, culture in Canada? I don't know. It's the wilderness, so it, yeah, I guess. I mean, to be fair, in the rural south, there's a pretty big bonfire culture, too. Yeah, but it, it, it even more makes sense in somewhere like Canada, where it's just cold as hell, I guess. Because I remember we would do, like, summer bonfires sometimes, where I'd be like, I can't stand near this fire, it's too warm. The problem I have with bonfires is no matter where you stand, you're in the smoke. Uh, that's not always true if the wind's blowing at one direction, but then everyone has to not be in that direction, and then the wind changes, and everyone has to rotate. Exactly. That's yeah. the problem. You're going to get smoke on you no matter what. Yeah, you I really think it's are. Kind of... yeah. uh, okay, so, um, so, today I have a fact about my least favorite flavor of candy. Barry, wait, shit, we're supposed to have hurricane oh. facts. Are you ready for a hurricane of fruit flavor? Um, <laughs> Pretty good. Not bad, not bad. Because I don't like this one, so you can have it instead. Uh, I did rank cherry as my one of my bottom fruits in the tier yeah, list. Yeah, it was definitely one of my bottom fruits in the tier list. The real they're fruit, not a great I don't know fruit. where I'm at, but the candy I just don't like. and It's barely a good flavor, yeah. And I always wondered, why is it so common? Like, every candy, or almost every candy, seems to have cherry flavor, even though it's not good, and I don't like it. And I don't really know a lot of people that like it either. So, the question is... And the answer to this question is the fact, why is there so much (laughs) cherry candy out there if it's shitty? And here's the answer. It is because cherry, um, the flavor, the flavoring that's used for that cherry flavor is uh, already a sort of reddish color. And so 
less dye is required to get it to the desirable redded, you know, bright red color, and as a result, it is cheaper to produce. Hmm. Like the compound that's... that they synthesize for the flavor. Oh, oh, is already so a little red. So it already contributes. So cherry is one of the cheapest flavors to make. Yeah, because the flavoring contributes some dyeing, so you don't have to put as much dye in to get. You're saying like, but if, but if someone does like green apple flavoring, they have to add something green yeah. to it. Also. Yeah, the okay. the starting color is not really even close, so you have to add a lot more dye to get there. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying synthesized, so that does that imply that we're not talking about like natural cherry flavor, or so we're talking about like lab made cherries? Yeah, I'm talking, talking about the. About the uh, the synthetic cherry flavors and also some of... Actually, I actually don't know about old school candy. Modern candy, it is always like synthesized stuff. They're, they're used to mix like God knows what. But yeah, I'm talking about the, the non-natural, like isolate, isolated compounds and synthesized compounds. The ones Moog makes. It's Moog cherries. Yeah, ooh. Yeah, they... Actually, every Moog synthesizer is already a little cherry flavor... Oh, shit, wait. Um, is already a little red when it comes. I don't know where this is going. You just made me think of two things, one of which is that actually there was a thing for a while that people would buy really old used synthesizers and then uh, have to go to the hospital. Because they had acid all over them. Yeah, they legitimately had acid all over the Like LSD acid. And people would get high but not know why. Wow. So they would, like, go to the hospital. Wow. Yeah, because um, there would be, like, little remnants of, like, crystal and LSD. And because, you know, it's, like, a drug taken in, like, micrograms. So, mm-hmm. like, a little bit on there absorbs through your fingers and shit. That, apparently, this is a real thing. And apparently people, what? When people, some people buy old synths on purpose, like, to do it. Well, yeah, like, and some people would actually put it on their synths so that as they played... They would get higher and higher. I feel like you would have to be so fucking careful with how much you put on. No, no, you don't, because they didn't care. You can care. There's an amount of acid where you will. These care. people didn't care. I guess. I don't, I don't know. I care. can't imagine a person so powerful. All I've heard is stories. Speaking of hallucinations and un uncalled for visions, y'all y'all heard about what what Kanye did for Kim for her birthday? I don't think I want to. Did he make? Did, Oh, oh god it's a hologram of her father yeah that's bad of of, of dead defense lawyer dead? robert kardashian yeah, yeah of Wait, dead what's his name <laughs> there's that's pretty bad that's so much to unpack man because it is but dead but ki- do we do we have to unpack it i'm sorry no, i'm don't. sorry i just it's just the case of one of those things that you see while you're recording the show and you just have to discuss it on the show well i think we're done now but the other thing I was going to discuss was that the the red coloring thing made me think about when my mom found out they were going to discontinue the red food coloring she has she uses for her recipe of red velvet cake that she makes every year. Uh-oh. And when she found out they were going to stop making it, she bought all the bottles that were at a store. <laughs> and that's why she still has 186 bottles of it. Jesus Christ. So she has enough for 186 Christmases. So apparently I'm going to get all the bottles that she has left. Because she is, yeah. yeah. No, there's no way she has 186 Christmases left in her. She only makes one or two a year. Yeah, so like for Christmas, it's just a Christmas. Christmas, maybe New Year's. You should you should make me your mom's red velvet cake sometime. Uh, I could try. It's kind of sacrilegious, but I'll try. Sacrilegious? 
Sacramamas. Uh, I don't know. It's against Sacramento. Um, mm. Used to my so used to when we did like the big Christmas with my dad's side of the family. My mom was not allowed to enter the house unless she had the cake by my cousins. God, like jokingly, but jo- you know, but the the, sa- the same way that no, I, I yeah, you yeah. know how the kids are exactly. They would like bar the door until <laughs> she showed she had Bring the cake already. The cake. <laughs> but let's see, cherry flavor already being red. Yeah. But you said it was synthetic, right? Yeah, because if it was just like made from like no, tart it's not ju- like cherry juice. I've seen it. Yeah, it's, that, it's that not shit like we squeezing but... out the cherry juice. It's like synthetics and like chemically isolated individual compounds. But it's what is? Do you know what the primary source of synthetic cherry flavor is? Well, when I say synthetic, so so the thing is that all of these artificial quote unquote candy flavors are generally a combination of, and they say natural flavors. I believe it's like isolated from like you know how like spicy food it's like there's one there's There's capsaicin capsaicin. that's like the spicy it's like they pick they like extract uh flavors in that way and so like Mm. it's Mm -hmm. and then there are other things that are like synthesized in a lab as i understand it that they uh Mm -hmm. certain compounds that they're like oh this one tastes enough like banana you know I've, I've actually seen... Actually, this is, like, real truth moment. Uh, in uh, one of my, like, organic chemistry classes in college, they actually... The professor had a slide one lecture. She was like, here's some examples of the compounds that they synthesized that taste like fruit, and they put them in candy. Hmm. I mean, I do know that beaver anus is raspberry. Yeah, I've known that for, like, way longer than I feel like... I feel like everyone learns that way earlier than they should. Yeah. I don't. I also don't know if it's true because I feel like the moment you would find a different way to do raspberry flavor, you'd be like, "All right, no more butthole." Or it's the thing like uh, that, like most most candies clear coat is like ground up ant guts. Yeah, that's a lot more. I don't know if they're. I don't. I don't know if they're technically guts. There's something. Yeah, I don't know what mm. how you really define ant parts or if it's... I mean a lot of like dyes come from insects when you think about it yeah poor red guys. dye number 40 is be- is ground up beetles mm. yeah it's... That's, that one is the one I know by number that's actually uh, you know the theory about how Paul McCartney isn't the original Paul McCartney that's yeah, the Paul original one was ground up to make that dye if it's ground up beetles mm. that wasn't good mm. <laughs> yeah. no it wasn't have you ever thought about the Beatles are so famous and so pervasive that when I see the word Beatles with the E, it looks wrong? Yeah. I don't think yeah. it looks wrong, but I definitely, it always crosses my mind that that is like, it's like a, a word a little with double take. spelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be fair, I don't, it's weird to say this. Do you think if you just go about your life not making any effort to offset this, like an average person's life, do you encounter a Beatles song or an actual Beatle? more often like i feel like i don't see a lot of wild beetles um it depends where you live right if you're in an urban environment definitely a song more often than a beetle yeah if you live in like a forest around not people and you're feral then yeah (laughs) caveman (laughs) should we should we guess this yeah um hmm I'll say true, I think. I mean, to be fair, a lot of stuff that is cherry-flavored isn't so much cherry-flavored just as it's red, so true. This is false. Dang Ooh, it. Oh, wow. And I 
what is true is I really don't like cherry candy. Originally, I was going to do a blue raspberry fact, and I was afraid blue raspberry candy is weird enough that people would already looked up why it exists. What is blue raspberry? Okay, so it's that I looked up originally. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a real thing, right? It's yeah. It's like they. I mean, it was probably just to distinguish it from cherry candy, right? It, it like, was like a visually. different, yeah, or like it was an extra dye people had lying around. That was kind of why I didn't do it also, because that was originally what I wanted to do was like, it blue raspberry came about from a blueberry flavor that didn't taste right, but they wanted to still use it or something because they thought it was still good. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't know. I was just like, I feel like everyone but me has probably already looked up why blue raspberry is even sort of allowed to exist. Like it tastes good, but it's a, it's a food crime still. Food crime. Food crime. That's not very serious that's accusations. A, that's I'm. I don't want to take credit for the phrase "food crime." That's like a. I think that's like a Griffin McElroy phrase that I just. But if we're if we're going to prosecute this food crime, we need no, to pay, pay a lot for the lawyers. Fees. Yeah. Yeah. Pay for the ad zone. The ad. The ad zone. I just kind of. I mean, I don't. I always assumed them's the ads was just kind of a fun pun we did. I didn't assume the ad section had a formal name. It's them's the ads. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's true. I just assumed we called oh it that because we liked well, it. I guess that's how all names come to pass. We well, can't call it AdZone until we're sponsored by AutoZone. Exactly. So while we're deconstructing the very core of this podcast, let's do them as the ads. So this ad read is going to be a little bit mean to Chris because he can't participate due to his lack of red meat. But Gabe and I really appreciate a good beef jerky to the point where I think it was actually Chris who pitched the idea of a jerky subscription box early on in the show's run. Well, guess what? That actually exists and you can get it by going to bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. Jerkygent is a leading subscription box that offers craft jerky brands curated from around the country fully scouted and catered specifically to your spice and flavor preferences delivered once a month from sunny las vegas nevada so definitely check it out once again the link is bit.ly slash jerky ppn that's b-i-t dot l-y slash j-e-r-k-y g-e-n-t p-p-n okay so, like I said, my fact is vaguely hurricane-related because it's about making it rain. And here's my fact, which is that on March 14th, 1988, two things happened. One, my favorite basketball player, Stephen Curry, was born. <laughs> and, and two, on that exact same day, Michael Adams in the NBA broke the all-time record for most three-pointers attempted in a game, which stood... Until, let me get this date right, 2019, January 5th, when Stephen Curry broke that record. Huh. That's my fact. That the current, the person who holds the current record for threes made in a season. Was born on the setting of the previous record. No, no, two things. So, he was born on the day that the previous record for most threes attempted in a single game was broken. That's the day he was born. And also... It didn't break until he broke it himself. About what, uh, 1988 to 2019. Like 30 years, however old he was. So that's 31 years. Uh, Sports fate is real. 
Now, for context for Gabe, because I don't think he watched NBA very much, Stephen Curry is good. probably the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Yeah. Uh, let me put it this way. Um, w. Kamau Bell said that he had a lot in common with Obama because they both like to drop bombs on people from a distance. Oof. Jesus Christ. Wow, that's uh, that's some writing, that line. Uh, it's a hell of a joke. It's a hell of a joke. Anyway, listen to W. Kamau Bell. He's great. Um, <laughs> I am... I am impressed by anybody who can consistently shoot so many three-pointers on a basketball court that they have a reputation for it. That is an impressive skill. For example, uh, if you read the, the record for most threes made in a season, as follows. Stephen Curry with 402 in a season. Then James Harden, who had 378 one season, which was a very fluky season for him. The next, then, is... Stephen Curry at 354, then Stephen Curry at 324. <laughs> oh, no. It's basically Stephen Curry all the way down at that point. God. <laughs> but, he, but in order to get rid of the James Harden fluky season, he's got to really go off. Well, the, I mean, he could. Uh, that Well, the 378 James Harden season was the same year of the 354 Stephen Curry season, but not the 402 season, which will probably mm. almost never be broken. Not even by Stephen Curry. Probably not. That was in 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah, a while ago. Yeah, I guess it depends on how long he's got left to play. I was going to say he can't play right the way now, he plays, the NBA's got their whole thing going. The way he plays, he can play for a decent amount of time. He's not. He doesn't really depend on his athleticness. Yeah, he's not like super physical. He's not very physical. He's just kind of like runs around and gets open and then shoots really fast. So mm-hmm. as long as he keeps his shooting form. He should be good mm-hmm. for a while. No injuries. Yeah. Break a shit. He'll just retire into being like a just a three-point shooter and not doing anything else. Just bring him on the court sometimes. Anyway, Mustard. that's my fact. That's your fact. That the sport, the, the basketball gods foretold Stephen Curry's coming with the record for most threes attempts in a game. Being okay, uh, you should know this. So when did Stephen Curry graduate high school? I actually don't know that off the top of my head, but I can check. I'm giving you it. It is true that he was born on March 14th, Okay, that is I'll true. I'll give you that. You're giving me that. So I will I'm... not give you anything else, but that is how old Stephen Curry is. Okay, okay. Hmm. So, when I say sports fate is real, I mean, like, because this, is, yeah. this isn't if you build it, he will come shoot the three-pointers moment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I th- and I think, I don't know what the it is that was built, but it was. The record. I guess it was built. And he came. But that's the whole thing. The record was first broken or made on his on it, the day he was born, and then it, he broke it later. Yeah, it, it stood unbroken until yep. he could break it. Who directed Field of Dreams? Does he know about this? This game is not played on a field. <laughs> yeah, but you could call it like Court of Dreams. Not- to be fair, they do call baskets field goals. No, they fucking do. I would, I would go they nuts do. if they somebody do, said yeah. that to me. They are called that because originally it was played on grass a long time ago. <laughs> I, so it, is, it was played on a field. Well, it, I mean, it's literally called basketball because it was on a... It, they shot things into, into actual a basket, baskets yes. that had the bottom cut out. Did the, how'd they That's get, why it's called basketball. Did they have a... Originally, did they have a standardized height? Or were all of the hoops like six feet? Because it's like, well, that's where I could reach without getting a ladder. I don't know when the 10-foot was established, but they basically mm. would just hang an actual basket way up yeah. and then just shoot mm-hmm. things into it. I mean, I guess now that I think of it, I feel like a lot of sports are just like, yeah, you know what? That's that's what you would come up with. Like, 
pretty intuitive. I think baseball and football are the two that strike me as like, how the fuck did this rule set come to be? <laughs> well, baseball is baseball's probably easier. It's yes. hit, hit ball with stick, go to a base. Yes, but I think mm. American football is a, is a stranger. It's like soccer slash world football. I, I get it. Right, because like it's like yeah. kickball in direction. Like it's like the simplest game. Though so there are some fucking stupid rules. Yeah, but soccer. those are presumably. I'm looking at you offsides. Uh, but those are presumably I mean, things. Offsides established. is only done now because of VAR, right? It, it wasn't that bad when you, it was something you have to call. Now that it's it, VAR, it was worse. It was worse when it was something you had. To, no, 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 no. I think it's better now because of VAR. I think it's wrong, actually. Oh no! no, no From no. what little I know about soccer, but also how much I talk to people that are so into soccer, they all think offsides got worse after VAR. Okay, I think it's called more often after VAR, but I think it's called more accurately. I will say, because I, I saw some just fucking bogus offsides calls. But it's also called too accurately. Yeah, I agree. I like, agree. His finger was in front of them. So. Okay, yeah, that and that. That was a real thing that happened. The, okay, I believe you. That is stupid, and it. And it messes with the flow. Of the, my biggest beef with offsides is it really messes with the flow of the game. The like, problem soccer has is they haven't figured out what other sports have about how instant replays work, about what you're allowed to say happen once you're looking back at a replay. What do you mean? Like, like, so like, in oh, football, like there's what you're allowed to about, amend like, your account of based on yes, video evidence. There's yes. only certain things you're allowed to amend when you're looking at things. Like if if you are looking at whatever thing in football and there also happens to be some other penalty you can't just assign that penalty yeah, if you unless it's like penalty, the dude punched someone yeah so there's like, it's like you there's basically someone. like um what's the legal term i'm looking for here double jeopardy no but close no the thing where you can't be where after a while you're right to be like statute of limitations yes, there's a statute of limitations on football crime on on rules violations god <laughs> Like, oh like if they catch, if you get, I will. S- can't be caught on the CCTV in in. I mean, the I, I will say, I, I like I like goal line technology. I think goal line technology is something that was good and necessary. Yeah, it'd be cool but, if um, football could have that on the on a touchdown, but it'd be impossible. Yeah, well, it wouldn't well, be impossible. They just have to put the ball. They'd have to give it to the ball, the thing that tells it if it's in the plane or not. Yeah. Yeah, wait, couldn't you implant into the ball a sort of sensor? Yeah, but it would have to be, like... Tiny. It's hard to say how it would work, because yeah. in football, it's any part of the ball touches the So plane, it would almost so need like, to be, like, a uniform... Like, you would need the skin yeah, to be conducted. Exactly. And have, like, an induction That's why it would response. be a problem. Ugh. Yeah, never mind. I hate this football already that, that I'm having to create um, in my head for this. The problem is I don't know enough about basketball records to refute this fact. But I know enough about and sports I, I, fate I, to believe it. I do, but I, I, oh, I hate I hate facts like this where it's just like I can't like draw on my personal knowledge or even consider the hypotheticals because hypothetically, this absolutely could happen. It's not even that unbelievable. Yeah. Like, but also, I'm going to look like such a dumbass if I say this is true, and it's not. No, Why would you, there's, you just don't I don't know. know. They, I don't know. They've known since the ancient Greeks. The three fates are sports fate. Uh, um, I guess love fate probably. No, they already have a god for that. Uh, but sports then, fate is uh, one no, of them. Sport fate, sports fate, death fate, and taxes fate. Oh. The only three guaranteed in life. 
Yeah. If, if, if we've seen anything, sports will always yeah. come back. The th- and there will be live sports on Hulu. The three guarantees you know? in life are death taxes and uh, European soccer announcer voice goal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only goal were guaranteed. If only though. goal. No, goal is not guaranteed. I don't know how. Mm. What, are, what is the rule in, like, regulation soccer when it's like, well, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Game's got to end somehow. It's a draw. It's, it's oh, a draw. they just allow like draws? That's, okay. That's and it. It's yeah. yeah, that's why and it's a garbage sport. Hey, well, I was going to say, because hey, the sudden death hey, lasts all fucking I like, I like a draw. I like a draw because I like the way they codify it in the sports system because it's worth more than a loss. It is worth more oh, than a yeah, loss, but it's not worth as much as a win. Three points for a win, one like point for it. a draw, no points for a loss. Oh, I how, mean, I was mainly joking. That's how it works in Great Iron football, you can technically tie. <laughs> Um, yeah, in American football, you could technically tie. If, but I love the I love the tie in American football because that tie is just like, if we play any longer, they're all gonna die. Like, we're, we're real tuckered out, <laughs> so y'all. we should just stop <laughs> here. Go to bed. I just, you see, I just people say that you should have penalty shootouts to decide every soccer game, but I just I hate that. But I like them to decide championships and like finals and quarterfinals. But but like you don't give a team a team a chance to develop if you're gonna also if you're make game, it make it a penalty shoot every time. If nobody fucking scored a point in the whole goddamn game, you think it's gonna suddenly get so much fa- like you're gonna be there forever still like that's gonna. Well, I mean that's the issue with penalties is they're random. I should get my money back, a free ticket to the next game. No, <laughs> no one scores at all. Uh okay, yeah, I'm this. I'm inclined believe to in believe this. Fate. Yeah. So you both say true? Yeah. We both say true. It's not true. Oh. It's half true. It's half true because because he did break that record, but it just wasn't set on that day? No, it was set on that day, but Steph Curry did not break that record. God! It has been broken so many times since then. He just hasn't. Uh, that makes sense. I'm looking at the basketball reference uh, the uh, uh, page for NBA single game leaders for three-point field goal attempts. The 15-attempt game in 1988 is not even in the top 150 anymore. But he, but he does have, you have the to have at least, one now. You at least have to have 16 to be on the top 150. 16 attempted mm. three-pointers? Yes, which... Um, now, if you want to know how many times Stephen Curry's in this list of most appointed threes, or most attempted threes in a game, I'm just kind of vaguely counting, and he's on here at least 21 times. God. The <laughs> this guy record is actually held by Clay Thompson, man. who is also Real? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, Clay. that makes sense. This guy has you to take walk around every day being like, knowing, it's like, I'm really goddamn good at basketball. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, has to, he has to kind of carry that with him. Um, do you want to take a guess at what the current record is for most three points? Three pointers attempted in a game. Four hundred and fifty in a game. Oh wait, oh oh, in a game. And he said it was attempted. fifteen attempted. or sixteen um, in the eighties, in the late eighties. Yep. It was probably. I would say like thirty. Yeah. No, it's actually twenty-four. Okay. Oh. Which is still an absolutely absurd, obscene number. That, yeah. That's like. And there's only about three players that should be allowed to do that. I mean by allowed. Which are Clay there's only three players that good at threes to be allowed to shoot 24, and it's Clay Thompson, James Harden, and Steph Curry. And James Harden isn't even that good at threes. He can just get fouled while shooting them. So he Chris just be. does not like James Harden, to I be fair. I hate James Harden so much. Well, if you hate James Harden, it's okay, because we got a listener fact next, right? We do. I just I could talk about Steph Curry all day, though. But um, 
This isn't a sports podcast always. I know. He's my. I would. It would. He's someone my big should put Chris on a basketball podcast though. I love Steph Curry. He's like the first basketball player I truly fell in love with, and how they play. I mean, it sounds like he's really fucking good at it. Like I'm not kidding. Even even though it's funny. He's one of those players that, like, even if you don't like basketball, you can watch his highlights and be like, what in the world am I watching? That's what I love about him. He just, like, transcends it. Uh, okay, listener fact. Let's see. We got a few of them here. Uh, we could do this one. I feel like me or John might could bust this, but I'm not exactly sure. This one is from A Real Name. And they said that Big Hero 6 was the first Marvel property to appear in the Kingdom Hearts secret series. Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. I don't know enough about Kingdom Hearts. See, what's grabbing me is, was there a stupid mobile game version? Yeah! Oh, man. Right after the Marvel thing happened that would have beaten Big Hero 6 to it. Like, is Iron Man in some fucking mobile game somewhere? Big Hero 6 is a Marvel property? Yeah. That's also... It is, right? It is. It is. It's a Marvel property. Because Marvel published something from them. They, I mean, they published the series originally. Uh, and then Stan, Stan Lee is like literally in the movie and everything. Um, so that's the question. Was that the first Marvel property get, to get in the Kingdom Hearts? Or was it was it really Kingdom Hearts 2.8 X I just have a gut feeling this is no. It has to be Kingdom yet, Hearts instill death. 2.8 I don't know. X 3.8. One four one five nine to the I. Well, there, I'm inclined to believe this. There was the real one that was Kingdom Hearts two point eight, uh, final final chapter remix, final chapter final prologue. God. And there's um three hundred fifty eight over two and a fr- like as a fraction. That's my favorite one. Three hundred fifty eight over two days. Yeah. God. It's the greatest name for it. Oh my gosh. Also, the fact that it's not even like a number that's it's divisible by two. Like you could have put the. <laughs> Okay, I'm saying I'm saying this is true. I think it's false. What do you think? I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna say true because I feel like it, they would have put more in three if they'd already done one of them in a game before. Oh, yeah. Okay, I like that thought. Let's see it. Like I think Iron Man would have just been. Yeah, Robert Downey. Not Iron Man, but Robert Downey Jr. Please give a. Okay, so they gave a summary that was the thing John said, so I don't need to say it again. What did he? Yeah, it's true. It was true. It's true. Yep, it's true. John said John said that Marvel published the comic originally, which yep. is true. Oh, that was all they put in the. So I don't know yeah, why, but something was just saying to me, "Spider-Man's in Kingdom Hearts," but I guess not. <laughs> that could have made Kingdom Hearts three good. Actually, they could have. Isn't Kingdom? No, Kingdom Hearts is made by like Square Enix, right? I but think that's so. Like a. They could have it's done not it, a, but it's Square not a. So- Enix, but that Square Enix and Sony are so married. They are pretty married, but it was published on on X. That could have been a PS. I mean, it could have been the PS4 exclusive. It wasn't that great. <laughs> Remember, it took you it a while fine. to finish it, but I didn't know if that was because it was longer because you didn't like it that much. This might be a good place to look. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love. God. I love. The, that killed the me. The thing that gets him <laughs> in the Dougie video where he got something to happen, I couldn't get to happen in my playthrough where he's underwater and Donald says it and it's actually got the underwater filter. <laughs> oh my god. I, that's me. what gets me, man, about, about Kingdom Hearts is just the fact that it's this kind of like edgy, dark game and like then it's just like goofing like... It's, and Donald's there. But also Donald Duck's voice. Yeah, but then Mickey's just like, huh? 
Sure hope your uh, soul doesn't get ripped out your body. <laughs> Isn't Mickey a war criminal in those games? Uh, I can't Everyone's remember. I think Goofy does. He's the... is like a warrior, like a paladin. Does he do war? None of them really do war crimes. Mickey, Mickey, maybe. I think the rest he, of them not really. I think that the standards for war crimes are different because people's souls get set. Yeah, that's certainly, certainly. You, you you tend to say like, didn't X person commit war crimes in this fantasy universe? And the answer is no, because there is no such thing as a yeah, war crime. But if we were to judge them by current standards, yeah. oh, they'd probably still no, because no one actually gets in trouble for war crimes. Oh god, yeah. Lore, but all speaking the stuff. speaking of, I watched the first episode of SVU, and damn, they were just like. No let's let's bars. let's talk about Sarajevo now. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus, that was not what I expected. Like, that was not the dark place I expected them to go in episode one. Yeah, me me either. Me either. SVU goes to a lot of dark places. Yeah. And they, you know, it's ripped from the headlines. Yeah, there's the, mm-hmm. it goes to three the three dark places: the S place, the V place, and the U place. Uh, and each one of them what was has like it's like the circles of. Uh, different hell mythology of dante's hell yeah i mean they've had like they've had ones that were about like the i don't know every once in a while svu almost does like the south park where they like do an episode of something that happened like two weeks before they probably shot the episode mm-hmm. and they just it's not quite, obviously it's not to south park standard where right. south park does it like the day after the yeah. real thing happened it's in their episode but sometimes this view is like super recent like they did a basically a, a jeffrey and epstein plot like mm-hmm. the the season that after was like a month was like and a half after he got arrested. Yeah, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, we are a member of the Pocket Podcast Network. Other shows include Home Viewing, No Dice, Sorted, Green Mountain Mysteries, Steampunks. It's good shows. Sorted should sort all of the hurricanes this year. They oh, it would take them too long. Unfortunately, there'd be too. That many would be hurricanes. way too long of an episode. Yeah, it'd be their longest. It would have to be like an all day special. Our intro and outro music, Never Far by James Hunter USA, now known as, I always, is it New Weirdos or The? There's no The, it's New Weirdos. It's just New Weirdos. Just New Weirdos. Just new weirdos. Yep. No The. Mm-hmm. And you can find yeah. them on all your typical music streaming services that I'm not going to list because I'm going to miss one. And then I'm going to somehow feel the need to say, like, title, which no one cares about. Deezer. Shit. Jesus yeah, Christ. you can get the, you can get their music Radio. on uh, Napster and uh, <laughs> what's like even older? What's like an even more obscure one than LimeWire? Like fucking Kazaa. Yeah, you can get a download for Winamp. Oh my Jesus. fucking yeah! You get a Winamp skin. Um, oh hey, just just a quick note. When you're hearing this, you're probably we're probably gonna be super stressed, and you're probably gonna be super stressed. Yeah, we may or may not know who the president is by the time this comes out, or who the president's going to be. So like, do some self care for yes. yourself. Yeah, yeah, just chill. Um, yeah, just chill. Like, you know what? You could watch Logan Lucky on Amazon Prime Video, which is a thing I did today. Self care. Yeah, um, it is my self care. Or Booksmart on Hulu. You could do either of those. I things. just watch The West Wing and pretend that's where we're at. Oh man, you you really are leaning in, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> you know what? I watched the episode There's where he has to do the that, and they're not self aware about it. So I think doing it self awarely <laughs> is actually a good thing because it's at least an, it's an entertaining <laughs> show to watch. It really is. I watched the old live episode where they do the debate, and then I cried because oh, I was like, man. "Why? If only this was how things were." Wait, so that was a live episode? Wait, you didn't know that? I didn't know that because I've only seen it in the context of binge watching. Oh yeah, in real life they did it twice. 
they did it for the East Coast and the West Coast. So they did it live both times. Both are different, but you and I have only ever seen the West Coast one, I think. Oh Wait, what God. did they do That's live? why it's such a cool episode. Alda and Smitzer. Oh, you see, okay. I thought it was just cool because they did it in the format of an actual debate. No, so... But they did, so they, they did a live debate. Yeah, game, there's an basically. episode of West Wing Gabe near the end of the series where... Last season, yeah. Yeah, where two of... They're doing, like, the next presidential race after yeah, Bartlett. It's and, all in Alda and Jimmy Smits. Yeah, and there is an episode where they do, like, the last presidential... De- they do one presidential debate, and when they did that in real life in, like, 2006, they actually did a live debate and had of the two actors. audience questions and shit. Well, not audience questions. It's but just they the were whole scripted, episode was done live. That's kind of That's wild. so cool. Just like it was a real debate, and they that's did it once so cool. for the East Coast and once for the West oh. Coast. Yeah, NBC used to do that a lot. That's it's still awesome. wild to me that they based Jimmy Smith's character entirely off of Obama because they thought he could run for president one day and then he and was then, the next president. Of the yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? I okay. I don't want to. I need to hear to be about fair, this. Obama, but like if he had done military service. Uh, yeah. I don't want to drag out the whole thing. Chris sounds like he's having allergies. So. Yeah. Well, until next time. I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. Don't believe everything you hear. Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.